0: Then put your little
1: hand in mine. There ain't no hill or mountain we can't climb. Welcome to Groundhog Minute, the podcast where we celebrate the 1993 classic Groundhog Day, one repetitive minute at a time. I'm your host, Dave.
0: And I'm your other host, Sean. And joining us today, once again, is our special guest from the Flash Gordon Minute. It's Eric.
2: Yes, I came back through the Imperial Vortex from Mongo all the way back to Punxsutawney for a second day. Welcome
1: back. <laughs> and we're glad yeah. to have you back. And today, we're here to talk about Minute 78. Sean, give me a summary.
0: All right. So in Minute 78, Phil makes the morning for the man in the hall. He works on his piano lessons, uh, impresses, impresses Larry Rita, <laughs> And Sean's boyfriend with his ice sculpting. Yeah, I threw that in there in the summary. Yeah, who are who, who you talking about? What special <laughs> character is there
1: at the ice sculpting that I was very excited to see again? Who
0: writes these summaries? My boyfriend. <laughs> he was my boyfriend at the ice sculpting. I can't wait to see who's there.
1: Oh, man. If you didn't see, man, am I going to have a treat? I'm going to have a treat when you finally see. <laughs> All right. Okay. Well, we gotta work our way there. So, uh, so yeah. So as a, as a, as we were discussing in the notes just now, uh, we have we have the man in the hall, and uh, yeah. So when I said you know when I said you know chow, when I forgot that it was Italian, uh, that that really kind of makes us morning, you know. And oh, the line. that's the line I wanted to talk about. So I wrote. Yeah, it's called "Work Without Hope" by Samuel Ta- Taylor Coleridge in 1825. That is the that is the poem that uh Phil is quoting to the man mm-hmm. in the hallway when he's uh you know, he's excited and he's asking him the, so the same questions over and excited again. He's be the long winter excited to see the groundhog, but I feel like Phil really just he doesn't give him the the, the short yeah, yeah 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 lines. He gives him this nice like like ah, like seize the day stuff. And uh it really really puts a smile on that man's face.
0: Yeah, so it's well, it's an interesting title given given where phil was and and where he's going as you said it's it's the sun is called work without hope where which is what we've seen a lot of from phil previously yeah no hope of escape no hope for tomorrow and now he's he's in the same situation but he's he's looking at it a, a different way and and yeah we see we see the effect it has on the people around him particularly this um, this fellow with the, you know, with the bagels and the muffins in his pockets.
1: <laughs> oh my God! I forgot that good old. Yeah, he's got all his muffins in his pockets. We, we're, we're, we're pretty sure of that.
0: Pretty. Sure. Yeah, but um, uh, I like this. It was, you know, you just a, a kind word, you know, an engaging, and he's looking him eye to eye. He pulls him in close. Yeah. He grabs him by the shoulder, by the arms, and pulls him in. Maybe the first real connection we've seen Phil make. Yeah. Um, good point. I mean, maybe other than Rita or, and other than the, the groundhog. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we've talked about a lot of, you know, the pleasantries. Oh, hello. Good morning. Winter's coming. Spring, whatever. Um, it's not, you know, it's, there's no sincerity. People aren't yeah. really connecting. Phil connects with this guy. Yeah,
1: there's no one around, you know. He's, it's just the two of them in this hallway. And he has that line. That the, I love the line, that little line, "A dream of spring. Because it's supposed to be the book that George R. R. Martin's going to write after he finishes *Winds of Winter*.
0: Right. Something the to look d- forward to. <laughs> it's never, no, yeah, it's never going to happen.
1: Now, Eric, have you ever stayed at bed and breakfast, and have you ever embraced a t- complete stranger in the hallway in the morning? <laughs> uh,
2: I have stayed in a bed and breakfast, and uh, I most definitely—I'm a New Yorker. I don't even look strangers in the eye. <laughs> <laughs> good man. Good man.
0: So was it? I know, like sometimes, sometimes a bed and breakfast. It's really like, it's a it's a small hotel. Was it like that, or were you were like the owners? Were you like eating breakfast around the table with a family? How bed and breakfasty was it?
2: Yeah, i I've, I've stayed at two of them, and I, I had one of each. The first one uh, on uh, our honeymoon, we were in Hawaii, and we spent one night. Um, Near the, all the big volcanoes on the big island, and, and we stayed at a bed and breakfast, because um, that's pretty much all there is around there. And it mm-hmm. was someone's house, and they rent out, like, two or three of the bedrooms to people, and uh, there, there were, like, ducks and chickens running all over their <laughs> property. I remember that. Oh, wow. <laughs> and the, the owners were kind of weird. It was an older married couple, and there was a big snafu, because the husband had told us breakfast was at, like, 9 or 10 o'clock, and so we came out at 9 or 10 o'clock, whatever it was, and the other guests were sitting there, basically done with breakfast with the wife. And they were like, hey, you know, breakfast is over where you've been. We're like, well, your husband told us breakfast was at, you know, whatever. Ooh. She said, oh, no, no, it's an hour before that. It's at 8 o'clock. We're like, well, that's not what we were told by oh, your no. husband. And this, you know, you guys run this every single day. You'd think you'd get that right. So she quickly whipped up breakfast for us. And, uh,. We managed to eat, and uh, that was that. And, and in a very strange coincidence, one of the other couples that was there in chatting, we discovered, was friends with my old high school gym teacher.
1: <laughs> wow.
2: Yeah. In the middle of nowhere in Hawaii, we meet a guy who Smaller. knew my high school gym teacher. So that, that was my only night in the in the real small bed and breakfast where it literally is someone's house. Hmm. And then uh, a few years after that, we went away for a weekend. Uh, in upstate New York somewhere, and that was more of the inn kind of thing where it wasn't someone's house. It was more of a larger building with maybe eh, like maybe a dozen rooms, 15 rooms, something like that. And it was the same thing, though. You, you, you go to sleep, you eat the breakfast, and then you, know, you don't hang around there all day. <laughs>
1: then you got to
0: get out.
2: Yeah, yeah. you actually really do have to leave. You're not, I think you're not even allowed to stay. <laughs> oh, wow.
0: So you're not hanging out watching Jeopardy or anything.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Yeah, the one in this movie is more like the second one.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, I hope you got a lot of pictures of the one in Hawaii because it <laughs> I may not to, be I, there anymore.
2: Uh, yeah, I uh, yeah, I know. I, I definitely took pictures of the ducks and chickens because I, <laughs> I mean they were walking right outside our room, just hanging
1: out.
0: Yeah, <laughs> just hanging
1: out. Oh my goodness, were any of them served up for breakfast? <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> yeah, did you count like pancakes. the night
0: before and then uh, oh, it's chicken for breakfast? <laughs> yeah, and then, so we see even as Phil walks away. You know the man in the hall. He's he's squaring his shoulders. He's standing up a little bit straighter. Yeah, he's, he's off to uh, <laughs> off to drop off all his purloined Danishes and whatnot into his room.
1: I God, I forgot we did that. And I'm so glad you brought that back.
0: There you go. Bring it back. It's the callback.
1: Uh, so yeah. So okay. So now we cut to. I'm guessing this on this day. I'm guessing on this day, maybe he. I would think. Um, He's excited. He obviously has mm-hmm. a really good impression with the, the gentleman in the hall. I was thinking that he 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 gets her outside when she's walking, and he, you know, since he already knows her name, he goes, Are you uh you know, are you Peggy the the piano teacher? And and she goes, Oh yeah. yes I do. And he's like, I would you know, and he he probably does the same thing. He's like, Look, I know we're all heading to the groundhog. How about afterwards I'll give you a thousand dollars and we can we can we can, yeah. we can do a thing right then. She's like, All right. <laughs>
0: yeah. And, I got to do this groundhog thing, but right afterwards, head back to your place.
1: <laughs> <laughs> You're making it sound like he's trying to get another Nancy going.
0: <laughs> well, I, you know, I, I wonder if this is not his first go round with Peggy. If you know, in his earlier days when Phil was more interested in his his baser instincts and um, more interested in pleasures of the flesh rather than educating and enlightening himself. Okay, that, uh, okay. so this is yeah. an interesting
1: take. I didn't think about it. So you're saying, I mean, I'm not, hey, so so, he, um, so you're saying he could have honestly been a gentleman caller to Peggy, <laughs> and, and, and he didn't think about, the. you know, he saw the piano in her room, and he didn't put it piece pieces together until, like, somebody, you know, actually said, oh, she's at." He's like, oh, wait, I've been there. Oh, yeah, I yeah. did. I did sleep with that woman. Maybe
0: that's how he knows where the piano lessons are.
1: Yeah, I mean, he, yeah. Either he goes from that, or as soon as someone reminds me, he's like, "Oh yeah," because you know, like back then, that's 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 a Phil who's just you know he doesn't care. He's gonna he's gonna wine him, dine him, and he's gonna he's gonna leave. He's gonna get you know rewind him. So you know, yeah, yeah. Either way, uh, this is definitely we're definitely in the first few of his lessons from. It's kind of it's it's like yeah, you know, the gum. I'm trying to figure out, like what the gum. What does the gum mean, Sean? Like why is he chewing gum? playing it. is it he's not saying it seriously is it him trying to learn how to blow a bubble gum bubble at the same time
0: yeah I mean my my first thought is it's not serious that he's you know he's he's not just chewing he's blowing bubbles he's he's not doing stuff but um you know sometimes I'll do that you know I, well, I don't I don't blow bubbles I'm not a big bubble blower but chewing gum I think it helps. I don't know. I, yeah, I don't know quite what it is, but the blood flowing to the brain, the chewing motion, it's a it, somehow it helps the concentration. Um, and he seems he's kind of chewing in time or the rhythm that he's trying to, to, to play. There
1: is a metronome. It's not on, though. You see it yeah. at second 22. Yeah. I mean,
0: I, so yeah, Eric, what do you? What did you make of the the gum chewing and the bubble blowing? Yeah,
2: the first when I when I first watched the minute, it definitely comes across that he's just like you know whatever, but which doesn't really fit in though with the the, the sort of new attitude that he's you know doing this you know for a, for a greater reason. Mm-hmm. Um, and so in watching it the second time, I think it is more of a timing mechanism, you know, a, a keep your brain focused mechanism.
1: Hmm. Okay. And uh, I, 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 we didn't. I, I kind of want to go over this when we, we start. We don't actually start on them. in The piano. We actually kind of we kind of pan over the piano, and we kind of see like, you know, on top of the piano she has a few doilies. Mm-hmm. She has a few. She has a vase. She has a few little silver chalices. A picture like, of
0: yeah, silver cups.
1: Yeah, she got yeah a bowl. Um, a couple. Of, I don't know if they're like a, a perfume holder or what are those two standing things where are they you think Yeah
0: I mean the bowl is is um I'm thinking it's it's danish or from the netherlands Okay you know like the kind of porcelain but I'm surprised there's no dogs I and I looked mm-hmm. there's no dogs on the piano Well but, yeah.
1: like I said maybe Mrs Lancaster she cared the dog thing she put on the outside to keep Mrs Lancaster happy but the inside she's like no I'm putting like old country <laughs> uh you know relics you know cuz I said like the picture, the fact that all of them are set around that frame, thinking that could be her parents, and maybe yeah. they came off the boat from the old country. And so she knows these are from, like, these are the few things they had with them, or something. This, is, these are old, yeah, old, possibly Danish or you know European, European vases. So she shows them prominently uh, you know, as a reminder of where she comes from as she's doing piano <laughs> lessons.
0: Yeah, as she. Kind of muscles her way through. Yeah, I love so this is- I love the jaw grabbing thing. I, it's like
1: it's <laughs> yeah. like either she's also either yeah, like either it's the noise is so hard it's starting to hurt her inner ear. That just the piercing is. You think she'd be used to like listening to people play bad piano, but man, Phil's giving her a run for it. <laughs> now I am not
2: a musician at all, but if I if isn't putting a whole bunch of stuff on top of a piano going to affect the music that comes out of the piano and if you're a teacher wouldn't you not want to affect the sound coming out of the piano?
0: Hmm good question. Yeah I would think so because the whole the whole body of the piano resonates. Yeah To right. amplify the the sound you know the the vibrations of the string. Yeah I kind of had that thought too like it's going to affect the sound but I guess it's not you know this is just for practice this is not a concert hall certainly you wouldn't yeah for a performance you certainly wouldn't have all your knickknacks and whatnot lined up on the body body of the piano I guess it doesn't affect it
1: well I mean as much
0: or maybe it maybe it's um maybe it's there purposely for sound dampening yeah so it's not too loud
1: yeah I think the fact that you have people playing and it doesn't you know it's not too loud affects the other neighbors you know um and she's probably going to like I said like yeah you know, she's probably used to hearing a lot of band people play so she muffles it a bit so it's not as <laughs> yeah. painfully hard and you and and yeah keep you say you know quiet keeps the music quiet and uh <laughs> and they can learn the basics rather than they're not going to be slamming into some big you know like big jazz piece they're going to be doing these soft yeah soft the uh, classical pieces yes. um so yeah those are I think those are all my notes for the. Because I, I kept my notes separately from painting, uh, not pa- piano playing, and then ice sculpting. Right.
0: Um, Got to go one, one art format but, at but a that's, time. <laughs> but
1: that's, yeah, but that's that was my, my uh, that's my best, my, one of my things to say is I think that he starts to come here earlier in the day uh, just to, like, get more time, and then he either, she either calls that woman and says, oh, uh, I have to cancel today's session, so just, like, Phil plays all day, you know?
2: Mm-hmm. And so he's giving—I mean, he's—he's he's giving her the thousand dollars every day, I assume, uh, since he's asking her to cancel whatever it is she's doing. Yeah. So, <laughs> do you think at, at some point he tries to get away with giving less money to see what the threshold is that gets her to cancel everything out, or he doesn't care? So is he just even giving her more than a thousand dollars just for
1: fun? Hmm. That's a good question. Yeah. Yeah. He's kind of curious like, what her what her little limits are. Yeah. Like, do I go eight hundred? Do I go seven? And then she's like. Uh, I'm sorry, I can't. And then he's like, "All right, a thousand He like then he kicks it back up. He's like, "Right, yeah." He's and like, "Some days, is
2: it just like I- I'm gonna have fun? I- I'll give you ten thousand dollars
1: today." Yeah, exactly. All oh, my <laughs> just he just unloads like. Uh, she's like, "Wait, no. There's no way I can. There's no way I can rationalize this if I go if I go to the bank. There's no way they're gonna, that I can I can legitimately look at the banker and say a man gave me ten thousand dollars for a piano lesson. <laughs> they're gonna be like, no, 'No, you're selling coke.' No." <laughs>
0: So you think there's there's a sweet spot where there could be not only, you know, too little money and she's not gonna cancel what other, other plans she had, but on the other end it could be too much where it becomes, all right, now this is suspicious. Yeah. That she won't take it. Because so it's gotta be yeah, she, just right in that moment. I believe that she yeah, I believe that she is a you know, she's a modest woman and even though you know,
1: greed makes the world go round in the best and worst ways, I think mm-hmm. just if somebody came up and you said ten thousand dollars You'd be like, no, there's no way I could give you in one day ten thousand dollars worth of service. Like, just- or, you'd, or you'd think
2: it's counterfeit money. I mean. Yes,
1: exactly. <laughs> you'd be like, I'm afraid of walking in the
0: bank with this. Yeah, right, right. Um, I don't. I see. I don't. I don't think. Um, I don't think he does really do a lot of negotiating or, or playing around to figure out, you know, what he can get away with here. And uh, I'm gonna go back to. I, I know you love it, Dave. I'm going back to the voiceover right. in the original screenplay, and and one of the things Phil says um, around the scene is, uh, "quote I didn't think of myself as the kind of person who used money to solve problems. On the other hand, I didn't have all day. Okay. So I think at this point he's he's kind of you know he's he's reading books, he's learning things, he's he's got stuff going on. He just wants to." He doesn't want to waste a lot of time because while he's got, you know, it, it's it's part of the paradox of the movie the the push and pull where on the one hand, he's got 10,000 lives. He's got eternity. But on the other hand, he only has one day. So he's got it. You know, if he wants to get a piano lesson, it has to be today. So he's just going to come up. Thousand yeah. dollars works. All right. We'll make it a thousand dollars every time. You know, yeah. I think I think the old film maybe would have played with it just to kind of just to mess with her, just to mess with Peggy. He liked kind of playing with people might see like, you know, what, what can I get her to do for 20 bucks kind of thing. Yeah. But I think this Phil is more driven and he's just like, yeah, you know, the money it's, it's going to be gone. It's either going to be back tomorrow or it's going to be gone tomorrow. Either way, it doesn't matter what he does today. So I think he just lays the thousand bucks and gets it over with. Yeah. Um, Although I wouldn't mind seeing him kind of, yeah. I kind of wonder what he could, what he could do.
1: So what's kind of convenient is the minutes virtually broken in half, you know, between piano and ice sculpting. Is there before to ice sculpting? Is there Eric? Any other final notes? Because I I, I want to I don't want Sean to go into the ice sculpting until he's ready. <laughs>
2: no, no. I, I my only my last note was about the, wondering about the thousand dollars. All right. So yeah. Okay.
1: So yeah. Second about just second thirty one into thirty two seconds. Yeah. We start the ice sculpting and then uh, you know camera pans up. We have uh, we have Phil. He's doing some, you know, using his chainsaw and he's going around the bottom edges of a beautiful angel
0: yeah. and Nikita and
1: uh huh. And so,
0: uh-oh. oh, there he is. <laughs> How did I? And he's right behind the ice sculpture. How did I not see him before? Right
1: there, man, the Fringe Cowboy, baby.
0: There you go, my buddy Craig. <laughs> Craig, right there. <laughs> he's sipping on his coffee. He's got the leather. He's got the fringe going. Oh man! Is his uh, is his lady friend with him? Uh, no, he's, he's he looks like he's alone. Yeah, This
1: cowboy rides alone, man. Yeah,
0: this this cowboy rides alone. He's a loner.
1: <laughs> I, I was, uh, this is a treat. I said when she, when Peggy was to find out it's a callback. This is the treat. This is my treat to you. There you that go. Right there, the whole Thank time. Watching, watching. He's that that Craig the cowboy. He's a he's a fan of the ice sculpting. He's a... He's a he's a fan of the craft.
0: Yeah, so I guess we can't. I, I don't know, and the, maybe this will have to bring. Uh, maybe it's a question for old friend Robert Black. Like exactly where are they? They can't be too far from Gobbler's Knob. Um,
1: what he says is that they're on like the I think I think it was considered the northern edge of
0: uh, if, the square. The square
1: because yeah, this I believe yeah that's the that's the courthouse right there, and to the right is the little is the jail. Cell, which oh I, okay we the the, crepe, oh, the yeah. crepe restaurant so yeah like this is we're on like the northern edge so if, if all right so if you're standing here and you're looking directly at this sculpture and the city hall if you turn i'm going to say to your left in the idea of maybe yeah maybe nine o'clock eight o'clock that's where gobbler's knob is it's, right. it's like that okay
0: yeah i see what you're saying yeah and so phil is is sculpting and this seems to be a warmer day. We can see the this sculpt, he's got to sculpt quick. Yeah. We can see that the water leaking off this thing as he's going at it. But this is, and it's not, I'm a little disappointed that it's not a groundhog <laughs> that he's sculpting here.
1: Yeah, I don't know where, I mean, I'm trying to think, like, why, yeah, why is an angel come to Phil, you know? Well, I, th- I mean, I think, you know, classic,
2: it's a classic art, you know, uh, uh, meme for lack of a better term, you know, you have the angel, you know, I mean, it's been in paintings for thousands of years, you know, if you want to, sh- you know, create something beautiful in an art form, you know, it's a pretty standard go-to figure to do, you know.
1: That's a good point. And you know what it is? I think it, I think it, uh, a good reason for it is the wings. That makes it, that lets you know it's challenging, because yeah. if you did a statue, well, yeah. like, a, yeah. like, a, like a statue of David or somebody where it's like, you know, it's a Greek sculpture, you know, it's very it's very to the body it's very tight but yeah you an angel it's like you know it's, there's no straight lines on an angel everything's curved everything's flowing everything is uh just uh extended and you're right the the the, uh, the it's a, yeah every picture you see in a bible or whatever yeah you're right the angels it's it's never they're never tight they're never closed they never like they never close its wings so showing the wings big out there shows that this is a this is a double black diamond level of ice
2: yeah, and I mean, look at the wings. I mean, each wing's got, what, about maybe 10 or a dozen, you know, ridges in it. So, I mean, clearly, they've got to show in this one shot that he's been practicing the ice sculpturing for, you know, months and months, if not years, to get that level of in- detail in those
1: wings. It's a shame that uh, they don't pan. We don't see the other ones. Oh, excuse me. <sighs> I do want to yawn. Okay. Um, that... Because we we've seen him in earlier than minutes where it's like, what was that? One was a groundhog, one was a heart. That's a classic one. Sean, do you remember the other ones? Like the the basic ones? Alright. Uh <sighs> Sean has left us.
2: I was just about to say, did he uh, I thought it was me
1: again. No, not you. Um, yeah, no, so oh. th-
0: yeah, this yep. um this flashes back to a deleted scene okay. that we talked about um in minute fifty six and so there that's when we first see the ice sculpture that after um I think it was after getting a slap from Rita, Phil's walking back to the B&B and he walks past a row of of ice sculptures and there's there's a deleted scene where he takes a a chainsaw and he decapitates um I think it was like a half dozen sculptures of of different groundhogs. There's like there's one that's you know, there's like a like a realistic groundhog, and then one is kind of a more cartoonish character who's kind of waving, and mm-hmm. um, I don't know. One kind of looks more like a is a little more beaverish, um, yeah. And there's yeah a heart, and is it a? It almost it looks like almost looks like a groundhog holding a heart kind of thing. Interesting. I don't know. Okay, but yeah. So. Um, So if you, you know, if you hold that deleted scene in your mind and you pretend it was actually in the movie, then this is kind of him kind of making amends. Like at one point he decapitates the sculptures and now he's building the sculptures. He's rebuilding what he once destroyed.
1: Yeah. All right. So the angel kind of almost means like a redemption then.
0: Yeah. There. Yep. There you go. It's Phil's redemption.
1: I love the look at Larry gives. (laughs)
2: Yeah. I I had the same comment. Yeah. (laughs) Just complete stupefaction.
1: <laughs> like, the fact that Rita is, like, uh, interested and excited is because, you know, she doesn't know Phil too much, you know, outside of a day. So she, like, doesn't put it... T- she's surprised, but she's not, like, you know, blown away. Larry goes, this doesn't make sense. <laughs> like, like I'm sure Phil gave a decent report, but, like, Larry, like, went back to put the gear in the trailer and the, mm-hmm. in the van, and he's packing stuff up, and he's, like... And he sees Rita over there. He's like, yeah, what's going on? she's like, Phil's doing eye sculpting. He's like, what? And he just walked over he's like, it's th- 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 not making sense.
0: Yeah. I mean, this the, the look on, on Larry's face. I imagine, like, if Phil had laid down in a bed of hay and given birth to a litter of groundhogs, that, that's the same look Larry would have given. Yeah. Like, just complete, utter disbelief of, like... Yeah. Not only am I not only do I not believe that I'm what I'm seeing Phil do. Like I don't believe this is possible for anyone. <laughs> just the the utter the, just the look on his face is, uh, it's classic uh, Chris Elliott there. Yeah, and and I mean Reed is just a little amused. Like, hey, it's an unusual scale. You meet someone. Oh, turns out they can ice sculpt. But if you like, I've known this guy. Just I'm talking as Larry. Like I've known this guy. There's nothing artistic about him. Yeah. You know, he's and now he's suddenly he's an ice sculpture. Like, what?
1: <laughs> it makes you laugh, is it like, yeah, the ice sculpture is huge. Like this, you know, this obviously would take so long to do. And it's like, did he like just finish the report and just start walking over? Because it looks like he's if I'm if I'm right correct. he he's wearing is he wearing the the apron. No, no, he's wearing this is a different outfit. He's he's got some kind of yeah. brown overalls, and then he's got those leather chaps.
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't know, I don't know if like the suit is supposed to be underneath it, but like that's it's not the overcoat. He's wearing some other kind of overalls, and then it's covered by a plastic smock and, and gloves. And he should probably have eye protection.
1: Yeah, as they say, it too. Just,
0: I mean, it's ice. You know, anything, it, it, you know, it'll melt eventually. But you could still get like a shard or something sharp coming off.
2: He's using a chainsaw. I mean,
0: well, you yeah. know,
1: stuff could fly it
0: off. Yeah. Yes. And look. At, yes.
1: And uh, you look. If you, I was rewinding a bit to like around second thirty-three. You see, there's other stone blocks like on the ground, like maybe certain ice sculptures. Like a couple of them maybe failed earlier in the day.
0: Mhm.
1: And so, because somebody's in a ladder next to him and they're doing something, but we can't really see what the statue is. And then yeah, here it's just him. Uh, it's just so funny. It's just so funny. Yeah, we're kind of just thing. close
0: up on on Phil. I assume there's someone else because there is an, at least another sculpture. There's the ladder. I think someone else has been a sculpting foot. as well. I see a
1: foot. On yeah, that ladder. and and and, foot. and and Craig yeah. the cowboy. He's kind of looking back and forth between them.
0: Yeah, and you can see some of the other people. They're kind of going, looking to our right, and then looking back. So, um, and I you just. I kind of, I just, I wonder, like, how does this, how does this come about? Like, so there's ice sculpting going on. Other people are ice sculpting. So the, the big blocks of ice and the chisel and the the chainsaw and everything is there. And like Phil just walks up and you know picks up a chainsaw and starts whacking away. And he's like, you know, I got this, guys. I got this one. Yeah,
1: because like, yeah, his attitude with them yesterday was like, I don't want to be here. And then he's got to somehow. You know, yeah, But then he goes yeah. up to one of these uh, organizers and says, uh, I got, you got, you got the uh, big blocks of ice. And they're like, uh, yeah. And he's like, i like to sign up and do it right now. And they're like, well. <laughs> and he goes, he doesn't he goes uh,
0: it's $1,000. $1,000 $1, for a block of ice. And, and they're like, let me all right. Chip all
1: right. And then, yeah. And then since you and I already had this conversation, I assume that he like knows who could give him a chainsaw at whatever hour.
0: Right. He's like, uh, right. Uh,
1: uh, he's like uh, yeah. He's like, uh, hey, Bob, uh, you, uh. You got, you got a chainsaw, right? Yeah. You
0: got a chainsaw in the garage. Yeah, you haven't and, used that for a and while. And Bob's
1: like, yeah, I don't. How do you? And he goes, but I got a $1,000. Like, okay. <laughs> it's like, he's like, I'll buy the chainsaw for you, $1,000. Okay. Or well, you can rent that at the local hardware store. Yeah, walks in. Uh, $1,000 for a chainsaw. It's just like, he doesn't even, like, <laughs> check, price check. Because you're right. Phil wants, doesn't want to waste time haggling. So he's like, Uh, $1,000. Can I walk out with this chainsaw? I'm like, yeah, sure.
0: Yeah. He's like, um, uh, it's, it's like the wire. <laughs> <laughs> he just go, yeah, he just goes to the guy in the chainsaw department. He doesn't go to the, you know, he's, he's not dealing with the register up front. He just slaps a grand on that guy's hand. I'm taking these chainsaws.
1: Oh God, that one. Yeah. With the nail gun. I forgot. The- with
0: the nail gun. Yeah. Oh, that's good.
1: That's good. I like it. I like that. I like you made a wire reference. I like it. There that. you go. You got your wire reference. But, um. Yeah, so, yeah, we got the Larry's face, like, 52 seconds. He, he just, it's um—it's almost disgust. His face is almost at the... His unbelief is at levels of almost disgust. And then, yeah, then it, like, kind of jumps to... We yeah, zoom up so, it,
0: yeah, if you go back to, like, all the way back to second 40, he's just like, huh? And then right at second 50, it's like 49.50, he does, like, a lip <laughs> raise, like a lip curl, like, ugh. <laughs> yeah,
1: it's almost like a what else do I don't know?
0: Yeah. What else don't I know about this pervert?
1: <laughs> I can tell you a lot of things you can do with ice pervert.
0: <laughs> yeah. So the only other thing I have on the ice sculpting is um in the in the first version of the screenplay, it was granite carving. Originally what? he's carving it's like in the cemetery and he's like carving headstones or he's carving you know, he's carving blocks of granite in the cemetery. And then uh, the ice sculpting is something that they actually do in Punxsutawney as part of the festivities. Something they found out when they actually did a little bit of research. Wait, wait. Um, so they switched but that out. No,
1: that doesn't make a lick of sense. It's not like ice sculpting. So ice sculpting is something you do at, like, any festival in the winter. Like, how is it, right. like, surprise? Like, like I said, like, the Fire and Ice Festival in Mount Holly, <laughs> like... You know obviously, fire and ice it's gonna be there. They have the chili cook-off, and they have ice sculpting. It's like two of the big events there. It's just like, i everyone has ice sculpting at their ice events. I'm sure of it like is so weird like granite's what well, you i mean like, are you saying he's sure up like like carving headstones like as if it was a job as if he was working at like the cemetery or is he just like like vandalizing things?
0: No, he's like. They actually in in the screenplay there's a there's a, an actual character, Old Tucker oh is is the guy who ch- who carves who like chisels the names into tombstones, and then feels like he does like an apprenticeship with Old Tucker learning how to sculpt granite.
1: This is this is silly.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, that's why they changed it to ice sculpting because it was silly. All right. All
1: right. Fine, fine. I mean, I'm glad. I'm glad. I just like, I just. It's. I mean, look. I. I don't want to. I don't want to beat up on an old script. I mean, I do it enough yeah. on five minutes of mystery. I hate the original <laughs> script, but um.
0: Well, that's why you know you have editors. Exactly, it's a team effort. Really you know, people. You know, different. Yeah, that's why they didn't make a movie of the first version of the screenplay because yeah. it's the first
1: version. It's one of those things you gotta like think. of Every time you write something interesting, and someone like proofreads it for you, and you get a little defensive, you're like, "No, I'm, it's probably for the better." I probably had some dumb ideas, in there and then they're, they're trying to walk me back from it.
0: Exactly. So yeah. So anything on? We, then we get a like two, three seconds back with the piano yeah, teacher. Yeah,
1: well, I think we should. Yeah, we'll just say that for for tomorrow. We'll say
0: that we got more piano tomorrow.
1: With Eric, yeah, er, Eric, my right. man, what else you got for me?
2: Uh, yeah, all I got left is piano teacher, and yeah, I, I agree. Save it. Save
0: it well. tomorrow.
1: Okay. All right. Well, we're piano teacher. Tomorrow. All right, well, we're excited. I want to have you on tomorrow. Now, for now, let our, let our listeners know where they can find more of you.
2: Okay, Flash Gordon Minute. Uh, you can get it anywhere you find uh, your podcasts. Our website is Growler Media, G-R-O-W-L-E-R com slash Flash Gordon. We're on Facebook, Flash Gordon Minute Listener Society, and we're on Twitter, Flash Gordon Pod.
1: Beautiful. Well, thank you very much, and we want to thank our listeners. Thank you for listening, and we will see you tomorrow if there is one.
0: Winter slumbering in the open air wears on his smiling face a dream of spring And if I get scared you around oh, let them say your
1: hair's blue